Uh, hey guys, my name is Brian Driscoll with Motivated Leads. Uh, you're listening to the Fearless Investor Podcast with my good friend Kyle Stanley. Keep listening to learn how to conquer the world of investing. I believe true wealth cannot be measured by your income. It is instead measured by your availability of choices, especially the choice to live life on your terms. I also believe there are many ways to create wealth, but one thing is for certain. You have to have a laser focus on one path. My path, Airbnb, but I also believe in education and expanding your mind. Education helps you take off the blinders of life and see opportunities you never saw before. Join me on this journey of learning how to create wealth in Airbnb, real estate, and so many more investment strategies. Together, we can conquer the world of investing. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast. Hey, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. You're listening to me, Kyle Stanley. And before we go any further, have you joined our Facebook group, Airbnb Masterminds, where we are posting all the time, value, 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 all about Airbnb, how to build the business, how to get started in the business, how to automate the business. The Airbnb Masterminds Facebook group is totally free, and it's something that you can use as a daily resource, just like three and a half thousand other people are using. This thing is growing like crazy. We get like a hundred people per day joining this group because it's becoming that popular. Super exciting, um, but I would love to see you join it as well. And I would love to see you grow a business by just being in the Airbnb Masterminds Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com and search Airbnb Masterminds. Simple as that. All right, now let's get to it with Brian Driscoll. This guy is with Motivated Leads. And Brian, when he found out that the internet was an easy way to start a real estate business, not only did he do that for himself, but he started doing it for other people. And he's helping you to learn how to get Facebook leads, SEO leads, um, leads for your website, and if you're just not that person that wants to learn that techie stuff, then he's also doing it for you. So we're going to learn that right now from Brian Driscoll here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. Hey guys, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. You're listening to me, Kyle Stanley. And before we get to it right now with Brian Driscoll, I just want to ask you, is it really possible to make a business out of Airbnb? That's the question I get all the time. People think it sounds too good to be true, but I'm here to tell you it is not too good to be true. And you can actually do it without even owning a property. And that's when I found out that information back in May of 2019, I hit the ground running. And here I am two years later, we went from zero to 37 units now with Airbnb. We're netting close to $30,000 a month as a company. And you can do the same thing. You can literally do this without even having a property of your own. And all you got to do is download our Airbnb kickstart course. It's right there at fearlesskyle.com. And you can get started with mastering, automating, and scaling an Airbnb business that can pay you over six figures. Once again, fearlesskyle.com. And you just click on the Airbnb tab. Now, with that being said, Brian Driscoll coming out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania here. Um, he and I are going to have a great conversation about how to, you know, we just talked about automating an Airbnb business. How about automating some leads into your real estate business? I'm excited to have this conversation. Brian, uh, thanks for being with us here today. Uh, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. So Brian Driscoll with Motivated Leads. Uh, what is your most interesting real estate investing story? Let's get it started there. Yeah, sure. So I'd say my first property I was super green. I did just first property. I was bringing in contractors. It had a big remodel. And the biggest blunder I had was I hired this guy to do the roof. He came, ripped the whole roof off, put half of it back on and just never showed back up. Oh my gosh. I'm like, geez, I mean, what, like, what am I going to do? So I had to go on to, I think it was Thumbtack, pay a guy. You know how hard it is to get a roof for that same day or next day. Yeah. So I had to pay a lot of money to get the roof fixed. This guy just disappeared, oh which lesson God. learned, like pre-vet your contractors, stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, 
that's probably one of the stories that I'll always just remember because it was like such panic. Dude, it, I, we have the same thing going on in Arizona right now. First contractor that we've ever had to fire. Um, so we he didn't disappear on us, but he basically mentally and physically disappeared on us. We For three weeks, just nothing was going on at the house and we had to find out the hard way. So that is not a fun situation to be in, especially it's going to cost you some extra money, not just time, right? Right. In Pittsburgh, it rains like every other day. Oh, gosh. You yeah, know? yeah. No, that's <laughs> – no, thank you. No, yep. thank you. All right, cool. Well, hey, man, uh, I'm excited to talk about you today. Started excited to talk about this strategy of, of using um, and automating leads through the internet. And it's something that I feel like um, we don't, we haven't really talked much about it on this show. And we really haven't talked much about it. We, I feel like we don't talk much about it when it comes to real estate investing. It's always the you know direct mail or it's the bandit signs. It's maybe even getting on the radio or TV and that's even becoming archaic. But the internet you would think would be the number one thing that people are using, but it just doesn't seem to be used a whole lot. So I guess before we get into all that, rewind the clock. What, where was Brian Driscoll before real estate, before uh, running motivated leads? What brought you into it? Let's hear from the beginning. Yeah. So in the beginning, like I was, uh, I was just hustling, trying to make it, um, found out I'm having a kid living in a $400 apartment. Oh, you know boy. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, Hey, I gotta, I gotta figure something out. So I was, uh, messing around. I was always on warrior form, like a forum looking at digital marketing. I, I've kind of figured out how to do something. And one of my buddies had a website. He's like, Hey, he's selling tools. He's selling them on eBay. I'm like, Hey, let's build you a website and see if we can sell them. Yeah. And it, it started working really well. I'm like, okay, I could do this for other people. So I started doing digital marketing. So that's how that started like 10, 15 years ago. On the real estate side, I was living in a, I was living in a house. I had a kid now. Um, we had a two bedroom house. Me and my wife, we have another kid coming. I'm like, geez, I got to find it. I could, we got to upgrade, but I didn't know what to do. So I browsed on Craigslist. Okay. Just looking around. I found a real estate wholesaler. So, and then I, it, I didn't know anything about investing or anything like that. I go meet the guy. He's like, Hey, I got this contract I own. I'll sell you the house, but I'm really selling you the contract, all this kind of stuff. Really good deal. So I ended up buying the property. Then I started looking back on, I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? So this guy went in and bought a house under contract, sold it to me, made like 10,000 bucks. And uh, so I started just browsing on Craigslist and finding some of these wholesalers. And that's how I got into the real estate. That's awesome. So, so you developed the relationships with wholesalers or you decided to become the wholesaler. Yeah, no, I just developed relationships with them. Okay. Um, I just found, I, I just go search on Craigslist, like multi, single, uh, rent to own, different things that investors, like wholesalers and people would be looking to sell, like okay. the phrases they'd be looking at. Yeah, and I was just browsing Craigslist. Like you guys could probably still even do it today. I, I know there's that stuff out there. Oh yeah, 100%. So you know? go, go back to that moment when, when you uh, found out that you got a kid on the way. Um, <laughs> your, your company's called motivated leads. Something tells me that was motivated Brian right there when you found yeah. out that, that was on the way. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, it's funny too, cause another agency I have is called think big marketing. So like it kind of follows, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, I was just like, geez, I got to figure something out. You know, like I, I want to be able to provide for family, all that kind of stuff. So it's like, okay, figure something out. And it kind of just worked out. You know what I mean? It's like, I failed a ton all my life. I've been a big fan of failing like do stuff you fail sometimes it's hard sometimes it sucks like it takes like six months to get back on your feet right. but just keep trying if you keep trying and, and going you're eventually going to connect with something and it's gonna gonna work and that's what happened with me i failed i don't even know how many times but kept going and then you know what it turned out boom everything lined up and we're we're rocking and rolling 
Yeah. So, so it's interesting to use the word fail. Cause I don't call that failure. I call that learning. Exactly. Yeah. It is learning. It depends which, uh, where you're at in the process. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, right? Like most people never even get started because their, their fear is exactly what you just said, you know, get that's true, yeah. started, fail, and then say, okay, I must not be meant for this. So I'm going to go back to a nine to five job. But what, what kept you, um, really pushing towards the, the goal of making something work? Uh, mainly, I just like, I'd like to keep trying different things. Like, I, I like to be uncomfortable mm. and I like to, um, just keep pushing. Otherwise I just get like down. Like I'm just sitting there. Like if I, I'm, if I don't have anything going on, it's like, what are we doing here? So I'm constantly taking risks. And I, even for you guys just starting out too, like take the risks, like figure what's the worst thing that will happen if you do something, it's usually not that bad and do it versus uh, I used to just sit and think about all the different scenarios and talk myself out of doing stuff. Yeah. I, I just kind of, my, my thing is now if I get a business idea, I start doing it and I'll figure it out while, while I'm doing it. Yeah. Versus plotting, you know, I literally was having a conversation with my students uh, last night on Facebook uh, in our Facebook coaching group. And I, we were having this conversation about like, oh, here's the things you need to look out for when you're starting an Airbnb business. And then I kind of backtracked and I said, you know what, I take that back. Uh, if, if you start looking for those things, it might hold you back from ever getting started. So just do it and like, just figure it out along the way. If you try to play out all these scenarios and you're trying to do all these things where it's like, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if this city doesn't allow this, then you'll never like even make the first step. And so I, I love that you just said that. So you also said you love being uncomfortable. You don't hear that too often. Tell me more about that. Yeah. I don't know. It's a mental thing. I, I always push so hard. And um, like what, like once I achieve a goal, like, like I got to the point now I'll achieve something and I almost have like a down feeling like, like most people are excited about hitting a goal. It's like, okay, what's next then? I, I'm never yeah. satisfied, uh, which is a problem. Like with my wife, she's like, you're always, you always have to be doing something. You can't, can't uh, calm down and relax. But I just like that. I like the feeling of being uncomfortable and constantly doing things to, uh, to see what, see how big we can make things and see how much we can do and see how big of an impact you can make in other people's lives also, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Well, couple tangents there. Now let's get back to the story. So, so you started making all these relationships with wholesalers. Uh, where did your business go from there? Yeah. So I was making, I was paying these guys, like the wholesalers, they'd find they'd have finder's fees, like five, 10 grand. And um, so I'm like, well, I can probably find my own deals. I mean, I do digital marketing. So I, mm -hmm. I put up a little local website. Um, it's called 412 houses. If everyone wants to check it out, it's just basic. And I, uh, I started getting leads coming in. I'm like, okay, people are contacting me wanting to sell their house. I cut out the middleman. I don't have to pay a wholesaler anymore. Plus, I only buy in one zip code. It's like a one mile square radius. So I'm getting a big time overflow of leads all over the city. So what I did is I found a couple of wholesalers and investors in the city. I give them the leads and we just joint venture on everything else. So it's kind of a win-win there. Um, and that then I just kept crushing it, you know? Yeah. And, and what was the exit strategy once you had these leads? Well, they, well, number one, I'll buy the properties. Like I'll, yep. I'll buy the properties if they're in my area or I just shoot them over to the wholesalers. They run them. They go meet the people. If they lock them up, we split 50-50. Got it. Okay. So when you said JVN, you were talking about as the wholesale. Yeah. Yeah. And the wholesale deal. Nice. Yeah. Cause I literally, I'm busy. So I don't want to drive that. I mean, you know, when you're remodeling a house or something, you got to be there a lot. So I yep. try to keep my properties real close and all the other ones. I just, and you just got to be careful. Find good guys. You can trust like right. on the wholesale side, find guys that are hustlers and it will work hard. And you can trust them and then you have a great relationship.
So essentially, you know, a, a wholesaler, just so everyone is in full understanding here, a, a typical wholesaler is going to find the lead, have the conversation with the, the homeowner, then find the, the buyer's list, uh, sell to the buyer's list, do the transaction. But it sounds like by partnering with these wholesalers, you were taking out a, a lot of the work and also automating the, the lead gathering side of it. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Working with them. It was nice because they'll come to me with a property. They're like, okay, they already have it pre-negotiated. They already control the con. It's already under contract. So it's just, Hey, we got this property where you want. Here's the price. We got a little bit of wiggle room if you need it. Do you want it or not? And then we close versus me having to deal with 20 leads and going through and finding them all, you know, that that's awesome. So why, why do you think more people aren't doing this? Uh, which side of it, the wholesaling or the buying or uh, I, I would just say, partnering with more people to, to automate more of the each side of it you know what i think it's in i think it's in the head like in the, in the thought process i have a buddy who's just getting into real estate just this week i helped him get a property under contract in the questions and things he was asking i'm like dude like why are you even thinking about that stuff like like he, he was talking himself out of some of the pro some of the things that would never let him take that first step so i think a lot of people just talk like you were talking before, they just talk themselves out of it versus just take the step, go out and look and don't just look because there's a lot of lookers start making conversations, reaching out to people, but then also know where you don't overpay and like know what you're looking for too, but take those steps and make, have the conversations because if you keep doing that, you're going to come across a deal and it's going to feel right. And you're going to be able to move forward. Absolutely. Okay. So, so tell me more now today, what, what the, SEO side of it, the, the getting the leads, like what does the day-to-day -day look like uh, on that? Yeah, so sure. So I help investors and people that want to get property, same on Airbnb stuff, um, find leads like motivated sellers or people with distressed properties that are willing to sell for a discount. So we do that on Facebook, SEO, and Google pay-per-click. Basically what we do is we market a brand, market your business, and uh, push it out on Facebook ads, or we have you rank in Google, and mainly like say, say you're ranking in Google, someone types in, uh, need to sell my house fast. We try to get the website ranking there. That person needs to sell their house. That's what they're searching. Mm -hmm. And it might be a hoarder house, or they might've just inherited a home, uh, pre-foreclosure, stuff like that. And they're just looking for someone to say, Hey, I'll buy your property in the same, in whatever condition it's in. You don't even have to clean it out if you don't want. And we can close in like three weeks. So mainly we just try to get, in, get in front of them for ourselves, and also in different cities, helping, help investors connect with, uh, people looking to sell their homes. What's the typical lead that you're getting? Like the, the demographic, I'm curious on that because, you know, when I hear people doing bandit signs and direct mail and TV and radio, I, I think about the, um, a certain demographic. Is there, is that demographic the same or is it different um, compared to like what the types of leads that you're getting? Uh, the typical type of lead we get is probably 50, 50 to 60 year old people. Okay. Uh, there's a couple scenarios. Number one, they have uh, their house is in too poor a shape. They can't like an uh, agent will not list their house in the current condition, but they can't afford to list it. Right. Um, you know what I mean? And uh, we get a lot of people with hoarder house, like a lot of stuff in their house. They, they, they don't even have, they don't even want to clean it out. They just have too much stuff. Uh, we get a lot of people that inherit properties that they don't have the money to fix the property up to get on the MLS and it's found money to them. So they treat it different than their own house. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they're like, if you can buy this house and close in two, three weeks, I don't have to do anything. I'm good with that. Nice. Um, and then we find some people too, that are just like, uh, Hey, I'm moving to Vegas. And if you can make this convenient, I'll give you a discount on the house. So I don't have to deal with anyone coming through my house. 
Um, COVID it comes into play now too with a lot of the older people. They don't want people, they don't want all the people coming into their house. Mm-hmm. You know, Got so. It. Got it. So that's so, some of the demographics there. Okay. So, but you, you said the typical person is about 50 to 60 years old. Is that right? Yeah. I'd say on average, that's what we see sometimes okay. even high, upper forties, but they're older. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's where I would have thought like, oh, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, internet leads don't work because sometimes the older generation just isn't as keen with, you know, Googling something on their phone uh, to, to try to find a solution to, to selling their house. But you, you seem to be finding that that's not an issue. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you figure out, uh, look at Facebook, Facebook's yeah. older demographic. Now it's like grandma's trying to keep up with her kids. All, every, all the young kids are on TikTok and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And, and this is, Hey, this is no like knock to anyone over the age of 50, but I just, I have a mom who literally every time she asks me a question, I tell her my name is not Google or my name is not Siri because you can get the answers to those questions literally by asking the same thing to to Google or Siri. I give her a hard time. Um, but okay. So, uh, what, what about, do you ever get any like, um, leads from call it the, the sons, the daughters of these people, um, that are calling on behalf or, or, you know, become a lead on behalf of their parents. Yeah, we do. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people are trying to help out their parents, help them get rid of the house. They know there's a situation that they, uh, the parents need to downgrade a lot. A lot of times in Pittsburgh, we have a lot of two-story houses and a lot of times the parents are just getting too old. They don't want to deal with the steps. So they're looking to downgrade and they're looking to do something quick. Yeah. Like make a seamless, seamless transition there. Um, yes, their kids are involved. Cool. So, with, with so many different things being thrown in our face when we go onto Facebook through ads and through um, just all the noise, how are you making your ads stand out? Yeah, you know what? We, it's, well, we found it to be extremely direct. So if you're trying to find people that want to sell their house, don't do the home valuations and stuff that are like, hey, find out how much your property is worth. Put an ad up that says, sell your house fast, or we're cash home buyers, or we buy houses something like that. And then point them to a website that says what you do also. That's, hey, we're investors. We're not agents, unless you are. Uh, Here's what we can do. Here's what we like to do. We purchase properties. We make it easy. And then push them through that process. And uh, if you're extremely direct and transparent with people, the right people will pop out. They'll either call your or pop out on a form and it will weed out all the other people that you're not looking for. That's awesome. So talk about maybe one of your... um clients that has just gotten great results from, from your guys's work or, yeah. or even, even just if you have someone like maybe even yourself, that's just done this and seen the results. I'd love to hear some of the, the success stories. Yeah. There's this guy, Phil, he's been with us uh, for months now. He's actually one of our first clients. He's in Arizona. Nice. Uh, he got enough results that he made us a video, like a testimonial. He said uh, out of, uh, after he was with us for four months, he pulled like 90,000 profit. Wow. Which is huge. Wow. You know, so the, the deals are out there. If you, you just have to be able to go out. Uh, also internet leads, I'm sure even like phone leads, stuff like that too, um, are a game of speed. Like if someone says they want to sell your house, you need to get out there immediately because the first person that meets them with a respectable deal and that they can trust usually gets it. Um, yeah. Just a little sidebar there. Yeah, for sure. So if I'm getting into real estate right now and I've got this just overwhelming feeling of, man, I've, I've listened to bigger pockets and I've lived, listened to Kyle's show and I've listened to all these different shows and some are talking about, you know, radio and some are talking about TV. Some are talking about direct mail. Some are talking about bandit signs. And I just don't know where to start. It seems like there's so many options. 
tell that person why they should start right now with SEO, with Facebook ads, with things that you're doing? Why would they want to start there opposed to any other one? Sure. So and it really depends. So you got two different ways you can get deals. You can spend your time or you can spend money. Yeah. Right. If you're just starting out, some of the people um, that have a lot of time start with SEO. You can start optimizing your website. You can start researching, writing unique content is very valuable for the users and ranking your website. Won't cost you anything. You can get a carrot site or something like that for like 60 bucks a month. It's really cheap. And then it just comes down to going through writing content, getting it in front of people, stuff like that. If you're a more seasoned investor, then you can spend money and have other people do it for you. Uh, but it comes down to that, like the, on the digital marketing, uh, even on Facebook, like you can, you can set up your own campaign, start at five bucks a day, maybe. You won't get a ton of leads, but you'll get something over time, you know? Absolutely. So I, I've tried Facebook leads, not for, for real estate, but for other things. Um, and I've always struck out. So for those people that have tried it, haven't had success or have heard about stories like that, what do you say to them? Like, is there, is there maybe three tips or a few tips that you could share to make sure that if you are going to do this and you want to do it on your own, that you have like that first step of how to make it successful? Yeah, hundred percent. I'll talk a little bit techie, but I'll, I'll keep it normal. Here. <laughs> so good. first thing, Facebook has a Facebook pixel. Yep. Uh, it's a code that you put on your website. And what that does is Facebook allows Facebook to track people, like track what they're doing on your website. So first thing is always make sure you have the Facebook pixel on your website. Otherwise you will never succeed. Okay. Second thing is if you're trying to generate leads, there's an event, event tracking that you can put on your thank you page or whatever pages after you get the information that allows Facebook's algorithm to know, okay, this specific person did what you wanted them to. Once you get enough of those people going through and doing that, uh, they'll say, okay, this is kind of demographic. Their, their algorithm is really smart. Once they give them enough data, they'll be like, okay, let's stick your ads in front of more people like that to try to help you get leads. Okay. Uh, don't boost posts. I see a lot of people boosting posts. I usually recommend not doing that versus setting them up in the ad manager. Okay. And then there's something really important too, which I don't know how much in the Facebook, in ad manager, you have different objectives of what you can target. You can okay. uh, say, Facebook, we want to get engagement. We want to get likes. Right. We want right. to get uh, traffic to our website or we want people to watch our videos or we want conversions. You want to be specific and don't beat around the bush on that. Uh, Facebook knows the people that will watch a video and do nothing else. Or they know the people that will click your link and do nothing else. Or they know the people that will like your post. And they know the people that will convert. So what you want to do if you're going for leads, don't build these fancy funnels and all this kind of stuff. Put a campaign up and say, I want conversions and put your code on a website and push for that. Or if you want awareness, like put a video view campaign up if you hmm. want people to watch videos. But I usually recommend uh, go with conversions. Okay. So that, that's a big one there. And why do you say go with conversions? Well, if if someone, you, you can do a campaign and spend a whole bunch of money on people that uh, click your link. All they're doing is clicking your link. Right. Like the, there's nothing happening after, unless that's what you want. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people say with a podcast, if we're pushing out, we're probably pushing out for video views, you know, because we want people to watch it. Right. Uh, so you have to think about what your objective is. Is it awareness or is it uh, to get people to call you? Is it to get uh, lead forms filled out? Figure out what the objective is and it'll work backwards and, uh, and go after that. Cool. So I, I think if I understand the pixels part, right, if you don't know by now, I'm not a tech guy. Uh, but the first one you mentioned was the pixels. So that's why anytime if I go to like, what's your website? Is it motivatedleads.com? Yeah, motivated-leads.com. Motivated-leads.com. If I go to your website, 
then shortly after that, I'm probably going to start seeing some, some Facebook ads pop up about motivated yeah. leads. And, and is that why, because you have the Facebook pixels? Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. live in your feed. Yeah. It's <laughs> the same as like you go to Amazon, you look at shoes, you don't buy them. Facebook yep. just saw, Hey, you looked at this, you're interested in it, but you did not make it to our conversion mm -hmm. event on our thank you page. Right. So what we're doing is we're going to show that to you because you're already interested in it um, and try to get you to convert, which is interesting. Think about if someone's on your website and is interested in selling their house and they don't convert, right. you can show very targeted ads to those people that didn't convert because they've already shown interest there. And yep. it's cheap because you're only showing ads to them, not your whole city now. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it also, when you, when you think about the, the wholesaling cold calling leads, you know, in order to get in front of that person 12 times, you literally have to dial their number 12 times. Right. Uh, but if I've got someone that clicked on my website, then I can stay in front of them without having to actually do any manual work or to pay a, a VA to go out and do all those cold calls to get in front of them 12 different times. Am I summarizing that right? Yeah, hundred percent. And plus you, you figure the people that see you, they're still thinking about it for that month. They're seeing your ad every single day. So they think you're a humongous company. Meanwhile, you're only showing your ad to like 50 people or something. You know what I mean? Like whoever's been on your website, uh, but they see you. And then as long as it's credible content you're giving them to, and it's building trust, they're like, okay, I see these guys. They must be good. A lot of them probably don't even remember they were on your website before, or even yeah. read your read a blog and got on your pixel, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So that's another thing. I mean, I know you already said, you know, say, sell your house fast, you know, get, get, get your house out of your hands quickly and all that kind of stuff that that's, that's great for the content. You do that in a, a fancy, like, um, logo. Is that done on a video? Is it just done in plain text? Like, how are you presenting that? Yeah, sure. So on the, on the Facebook side, we'll, we'll design an ad. Sometimes we'll even do a GIF. We usually, we're targeting ugly houses, like ones that are all beat up. So we usually put the type of home that we're trying to target in the image. We'll put sell your house fast with our logo. We make it look real professional, uh, but it's not like something super, super fancy. Okay. Um, yeah, we're just trying to say, okay, we buy houses and we put ugly houses on it. If someone has an ugly house and they're trying to get rid of it um, versus some people put real fancy house. I'm like, we're not looking like we're not looking for them. Like agents would though. If you're a real estate agent, you want the real fancy house on your ad. Okay, cool. So now if I'm listening and I'm like, there's zero chance I'm going to learn Facebook ads. I would just rather get someone like Brian to do it for me. Uh, talk about that. What's the service side of this that you do for people? Yeah. So we offer turnkey service. We do the Facebook ads, uh, SEO and Google pay-per-click. We literally do everything. We design the ads. If you don't have a website, we'll set it up. If you don't have a logo, we'll make three of them for you to choose from. We write your content. Literally, your only job is to approve content. Nice. And then pick up the phone when people call, stuff like that. Nice. Okay. So I can have leads coming into me pretty quickly if I hire motivated leads. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's not like we got a magic button. It's a lot of work still. Like, so it, so it's not like we click a button in the first week, but yeah, yeah, we can pretty much automate the whole process for you. Perfect. Perfect. So how do people get in contact with you to get that started? Yeah. You can just go to our site, motivated-leads.com. Awesome. Put a form on there and we can chat. Easy as that. Any, any other place people should follow you, uh, social media, anything like that? Yeah. I mean, they can hit us up on Facebook, LinkedIn. I don't even know where uh, links on those though. <laughs> you don't know what? I don't even know my link on there. <laughs> I think it's facebook.com forward slash motivated lead. There you go. Just search motivated leads and uh, yeah. Facebook. I like it. Cool. Well, Brian, before we log off here, um, any last words uh, to share with the audience? Mainly, if you're thinking about doing something, just do it and figure it out on the way and make sure you surround yourself with smart people. 
I, I can't agree more with that. It's not about what you know, it's who you know. I, that's, right. I com- and, and then it's what you know. Start off with the who, then go to the what. Brian, exactly. thanks so much for being on the show today and helping our audience to conquer the world of investing. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Show notes for this one, fearlesskyle.com forward slash motivated leads, motivated leads. That's as easy as that. Go and check out the show notes, get connected with Brian at his website and, uh, you know, get connected with them if you want to use their services. But at the end of the day, uh, I think just learning the, um, the Facebook leads and how to uh, do SEO, uh, it is a very interesting process. I tried it myself a few years ago and I, I learned very quickly that it was interesting, but it was something that I, I myself was not going to be putting time into at least not in that business. Now I'm kind of getting back to that place from like, maybe I need to revisit that. Um, And so I think it's worth going out and learning how to do, but for Brian, uh, he's literally got it turnkey for you. So why, why spend all the time learning it when you can just go straight to the person that actually knows it. And just like his lead or his uh, client, Phil make 90 grand in four months. Um, you know, that's what is possible with working with him. So that's pretty cool. Uh, hope you got a lot out of this show today. And if you haven't already, make sure to leave a review on our face or sorry, our, our podcast, and then also like subscribe and comment on the YouTube channel. would love to see you get active on there. That's it right now for the fearless investor podcast. We'll see you next time. And thank you for uh, being here to conquer the world of investing. We'll talk to you later.